Hey guys, it's Niana, and today we'll be talking about my podcast, You've Been Lied To. The question of the day is, is the abolishment of slavery a new freedom or strategic military tactic? First, we're going to speak on our great president, Abraham Lincoln, you know, the guy that was supposed to supposedly free all of us Black people and give us such a such a great life. I want to simply start off by saying this is one of the worst presidents in the United States. Lincoln didn't care about Black people. He didn't care what happened to us. He only cared about the North and reserving it. Lincoln wasn't an abolitionist. He didn't even know really how to approach slavery. He was just like, oh, oh, oh. After Fort Sumter, he needed to find some way to reserve the North. So he was like, oh, how am I going to do this? More than four states left the Union after Fort Sumter was even attacked. But Lincoln, he was like, oh, he was like, well, I mean, these Black people, I mean, they're not doing me harm, but like, I don't want slavery to end, but I don't want it to spread either. But does that make me a traitor? Who knows? He really felt slavery in the eyes was just something that was necessary for an economic benefit and felt that if he took it from the South, he would have more things on the North attacked. The crazy thing is you had so many people coming for Lincoln. They were like, you're just a nigger equality lover. You want black people to succeed. You want them to excel. You want them to take over all of us white people. And then when all these accusations from Douglas and other white people were coming, he was just like, okay, I got to do something. I got to prove to them, you know, that I don't, I don't want slavery to end. So September 18th, 1858 in Charleston, Illinois, Lincoln gives his speech. You know what he says? I will say then that I am not, nor have ever been in favor of bringing about any way the social and political equality of the white and black races. This man, he is telling you, he doesn't want us to be equal. He wants the blacks to be inferior and the whites to be superior. He's telling you, he does not care what happens to us. So why are we celebrating and acknowledging this man for a crappy, emancipation proclamation that's not really truly freeing us. On top of that, this emancipation proclamation, it took years before Lincoln even really thought that, okay, this is my last result in order to get these blacks to come fight with me for the North. At first Lincoln was like, okay, um, if we fight, like, I know like the whites don't really like black people. So about like, how about we just like, push them out of the country. How about we kick them into Africa or Central America? He wants to take all of these immigrant people to another foreign country that they don't know the country, they don't know the language, the culture, the food or anything when they're already lost foreigners in America. These innocent people are just being treated like crap and no one is caring or doing anything about it. We need to have some type of, some type of result, some type of solution that's gonna benefit these slaves, gonna help them become people where they can live in a life of success and a a great upbringing. So then some people are like, no, 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 like 
who's gonna pay for all these people, mind you, over millions of slaves to go to these other countries? And you're really just like, oh, well, that's their problem. No, it's our problem because who's gonna pay for that? So then <laughs> Lincoln, he gives this Emancipation Proclamation and he was just like, okay, okay. So if I like create an Emancipation Proclamation saying, if the North wins, we free slaves. Okay, of course this pissed the North off. And of course, many black free people as well as enslaved black people were like, okay, I can get my freedom if I fight for this side. They really care about me. They really wanna see me excel in this foreign country. He was brainwashing these people. His proclamation made people think that there was actually a white man in this time who actually had immorality. I'm sorry, immorality. But they did it. On top of that, this Emancipation Proclamation, it did not even free all of slaves in all types of southern states that were slave states. Border states like Missouri, Maryland, Kentucky, Delaware, they were not even mentioned in this proclamation. On top of that, our great state of Missouri, we were a two-faced state. We didn't know if we wanted to be free. We didn't know if we wanted to be slave states. We didn't even know if we wanted to be independent and just be in our own world. We're so two-faced. We're just back and forth, back and forth. So after Lincoln proposes this Emancipation Proclamation, you got this ignorant white guy, Jefferson Davis, is like, hell no. I don't like what you're doing with that. I need my slaves. I don't care, care what president you are, but on my side, if they're in my southern borders, they're in my southern ways. Meaning if you are a slave, if you were formerly a slave, or if you had never even been a slave, you're gonna be one today. <laughs> that leads us into the significance of Juneteenth. Juneteenth is what we really should be celebrating, is what we really should be acknowledging. Juneteenth is when the effects of slavery truthfully became to an end. Juneteenth in Galveston, Texas, is what allowed and ensured all enslaved persons were free. This is what we need to celebrate. We need to celebrate everyone free, not a little good one to two thirds. That leads us into the 13th Amendment. The 13th Amendment, it states right here, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as punishment, except. So they're telling you slavery is okay in the eyes for a criminal. The party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So they're telling you, we're gonna do slavery in closed doors in prisons. That leads us into modern day of black people being treated like slaves in prison. That's why the rate of African-Americans, especially males are continuously increasing in our prison system in modern time. That is my point. We are still living in slavery. We are in modernized slavery. And if you don't see that, then there's a lot of research you truthfully need to be doing. And after these African-Americans were free, do you know how many restrictive laws they had? We had black codes, which limited free African-Americans and ensured their availability is only cheap labor force. This is what led so many black people to live in poverty and couldn't even afford to put food on the table for their families. 
We had Jim Crow laws. They kept African-Americans from accessing public facilities unless specifically designed for them. You know, the white only restaurants, water fountains. Black people had to literally walk in the back just to get them a meal if they were able to do that. We have people, you're on the bus, you have to sit in the back of the bus and they only give you like two row benches in the back. That's it. You call that equality? That's modernized slavery, a way for them to mind control us. You have institutional racism. It rigs the system at a fundamental level to keep white culture at the very top and make them less accountable for their actions. Let's be honest, you see a white person murder someone versus a black person. Why is it every time the black person, their mugshot of these people on the news, they just look like a fool. They want to embarrass us. They want to give us a mockery. They want to make our race look terrible. We have prisons, which goes back to the 13th Amendment. My overall concept is slavery is still apparent. We need to continue to teach slavery, continue to teach Juneteenth, and continue to expose Abraham Lincoln and all of these other white government officials of their true intentions and not keep brainwashing our students that these men cared about the beneficiency of their race, because they didn't. Thank you.